Welcome back everyone. I hope each one of you have cozied up with your hot cuppa because I'm back here today with Sahana and we are going to dive deep into the discussion of being a girl, the science behind being a girl. Thank you, Sahana, once again. Thanks, Prasta. It's lovely being back here. I'm very excited about it today Me because too. we're going to talk about the real stuff today. Yes. Uh, so, Sahana, last time you mentioned about the various phases of our uh, menstrual cycle and yes, uh, you right. know the heightened abilities during each yes, of these yes, phases. Right. So, could you tell us the details? Sure. Um, it's just that there's so much information to be understood here. Yeah. And I really hope I do justice when it comes to giving uh, the essence of each of I'm these sure phases. You will. <laughs> yeah. So, I hope so. So, um, I personally like how uh, Miranda Gray, uh, Lucy Page, again, some fabulous women who have authored two very different, very resourceful books, uh, have described our cycles in general. It basically changes our perception about our own cycles. Okay. So, talking about the phases, going back to the strengths, um, the first phase, which is a menstrual phase, is basically a phase where the hormones are flatlined. It's because uh, it's also because your body is kind of slowing down at all levels, like at a physical level, mental level, emotional level, almost like you're kind of entering this state of natural hibernation. Okay. Of course, one would ask me what's great about it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just that at this point, when everything is kind of quietening, slowing down, the subconscious mind is very dominant. So your intuitive awareness is in power. So it's basically a way to connect to your most authentic self. Okay. You know, underneath all that facade. Right. Yeah. Right. It is very important for you to have uh, quiet moments mm -hmm. uh, because you could have your Eureka moments uh, in terms of ideas, inspirations, uh, insights, which probably will not have the drive to work on it then, which is why it's a great idea to jot them down and to you for use at a later stage, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is when if you miss out on writing them down, uh, no matter what you do, it doesn't come back doesn't later. Come back. I've had these experiences a couple right. of times. It yeah. happens with me. Uh -huh. Honestly, I didn't connect it to what you're saying. Yes. But there are times when I come up with these fabulous ideas yes. and I'm super proud of myself. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to get to it one day. Yes. And when I want to get to it, it doesn't like, come back. Because I never wrote exactly, it down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, it's also because at this point, uh, since the intuitive awareness is really uh, strong, okay. it's it's a great time to even intuitively kind of review your goals and kind, kind of see if it is still aligned with what you exactly want to do. Okay. Not logical. It puts the logic aside, but more of an intuitive approach to things. Okay. Right? Okay. And now going on to phase two, which is more of the action-oriented phase, mainly because from the hormonal aspect, there's estrogen coming in. And then you, this is a phase which is hard to miss out because you literally wake up feeling that, okay, I'm going to get things done today. There's okay. a lot of energy from within. You almost feel like there's a superpower from within. It's a direct outcome of the resting phase, the previous, okay. previous resting phase. It shows up to you in terms of uh, heightened mental focus. And then there's this increased sense of, I can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Self-confidence, self-independence, self-motivation. And there's amazing willpower and drive to get things done. So the previous phase is more of being, but this phase is more of action or goal-oriented. So it wants things okay. to be done, which yeah. is great, right? And if you look at it, uh, it's amazing how th your thoughts and actions as well will be aligned that way. So it's all going to be about your own 
yourself, self-oriented goals, self-accomplishments. And from the nature's perspective, uh, if you look at what comes next, it is ovulatory phase, which is linked to pregnancy and then nurturing, right? So it's okay. going to be about the other person there. Okay. So it's almost like the nature provides you the small window to work on, focus on your own self. Wow. And this is definitely a great time to start like new lifestyle regimes or new projects okay. because it's all backed with structural thinking and logic. Okay. And moving on to phase three, uh, which is the ovulatory phase, right? And there's progesterone coming in at this point, which apparently brings out the more nurturing side. Like there's a sense of feeling altruistic towards everything. Um. Uh, and your perception of success now changes from being self-oriented to involving others, like the good of others. So basically, uh, you the goals change from being self-oriented to more of a team-oriented, like an outcome-driven goal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's how it changes, apparently. You tend to be a lot more social. Oh, I tend to be a lot more yeah. social at this point. Uh, there is this... Um, the skills basically you have is excellent communication skills backed with a lot of extrovert tendencies for you to connect with different people and basically showcase your skills, showcase what you've got right. for others to offer yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, wow. And from the business aspect, if you look at it, it's a great time to have those big presentations to make that big impression. And especially if you're kind of trying to connect and make, get a client, this is, this is a great time because all everything within you is kind of aligned to meet that. Okay. And the last phase, which is the premenstrual phase, mm-hmm. uh, is the most challenging yeah. phase. <laughs> I guess we can all agree on that. Yeah. Couple of reasons. Because we're transitioning from the previous two phases, which is all like all good kind of feels, yeah. uh, to this phase where there's this gradual decline in the physical energy, physical stamina, and even the mental focus. You find there's this in, increased sense of being intolerant towards anything that yes. feels unnecessary totally. to you. Yeah. yeah. And there's this always wanting to rest kind of tendency coming yeah. in as well, especially yeah. towards the last part. It's again, the subconscious mind is back in play. And... It's just that at this point, this conscious mind is so strong in terms of being able to imagine, extrapolate and create things okay. randomly out of nothing. Okay. So, and it really doesn't differentiate between the positive and the negative. Oh. So that is where it gets a little tricky to be able to put that to use positively. It's like this puppy, super excited puppy, which basically runs after anything you throw at it. Okay. But this puppy doesn't recognize the positive and the okay. negative. So having this awareness probably will help you channel it in a little positive way. And I definitely don't mean positive affirmations because this is one phase where things just backfire. Yeah. They, they don't seem to work. Absolutely. They don't seem yeah, to work. You don't want to get up in the morning and look at positive affirmations. They will make no sense to you at that point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So when I say put it to use positively, I'm thinking, I'm talking about using that energy creatively for problem solving in terms of considering that this project which you've been working on and you've hit a roadblock and you've not been able to go beyond that, this is a time when you can put that energy there and you'll find yourself coming out of of out-of-box solutions. The creative leaps is what I'm talking about. Yeah, that is amazing. So it's also the creative phase. Yes, it is the creative phase. Okay. Yes. And the other side to it is, of course, we we all know that there's strong emotions coming in play there, right? right? So now if we have strong emotions, we have the subconscious mind and both of them can partner together to create this powerful ability to, to, they have a powerful ability basically to um, maybe 
dramatize and amplify scenarios which otherwise wouldn't have mattered to you. Okay. So it's basically why this happens is it's the subconscious mind holding this neon signboard that say, hey, this is an underlying issue. This is something which you need to work on. Oh, okay. okay. So it basically brings it all to the surface. Yeah. And it's for some, it's something for us to work on within ourselves. It's okay. not about the other person or not about the situation. Right. Yeah. And why I like this is it's almost like we're given this opportunity every cycle to clear out this emotional baggage. Absolutely. Of course, there are a lot of ways to do that and we're not touching upon those aspects now. Yeah. Yeah. And this is very important because recently I was just coming across, I came across a research which talks about the link between chronic diseases and suppressed emotions. Okay. Yeah. Chronic diseases, I'm talking about autoimmune disorders like chronic inflammation, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic fatigue. They don't have a definite reason as to why they happen and there's no definite cure. But suppressed emotions are one of the things. I'm talking about healthy anger, suppressing healthy anger. And it's just amazing that how we have this opportunity within our own selves to basically kind of uh, work get that, on it. yeah work yeah, on it yeah. and yeah work through so that emotion. All, all these emotions start surfacing during your premenstrual yes, phase yes, yes and you kind of come face to face with, with everything which you have yeah. been suppressing yes, for a long time yes okay and this is why they call it working in within yourself it's not about working with the other person it's not this is not a time to kind of uh, have those discussions with the other person or issues involving other person because it's all about you in terms of fixing, clearing your own emotional yeah, baggage. Yeah. yeah. And so this sense. is, this is why it makes so much sense to have boundaries set here to guard your own self. Okay. Uh, and guard your loved ones as well. Right. And use this energy creatively in terms of put it right there in terms of problem solving or experiencing out of box solutions. And yeah, you will see the results. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just fantastic, fantastic the way yeah. things work. And of course, one somebody would ask me that, okay, why would, uh, it would be great if we could all be in do faces. But when we are in that, we miss out on the, all the other things, yes. the good parts of all the other things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you look at the cycles to be an inconvenience, that is what I would think. Oh, I'm so much better in the do face, right? I, I get to do things. But what about the creative aspect? What about the um, inspirational aspect? What about the nurturing side where, you know, where, communication skills with extrovert tendencies it's all every face has its own bit Definitely. and it's all together which makes that powerful impact so um you know i i just want to kind of sum it up yeah, so sure. that i know that i've understood sure. it and i know that our listeners yeah. have understood it so phase one which is the menstrual cycle right. phase when we start our mm-hmm. menstrual cycle is the time when you know our hormones are flattened and we are more like in touch with our subconscious mind and we are more in the self-introspection mode, yes, right? Yes, we, yes. Ha- and it's a great time to kind of uh, put a lot of mind to the thoughts that are coming up and take note of all that because yes. we are able to generate a lot more that's coming from within. Yes, right? yes. And then phase two is the pre-ovulatory mm-hmm. phase where we are really in the go-getter Absolutely. thing. So, mm-hmm. And it comes so amazingly because you've just introspected and yeah. you kind of just figured out things Absolutely. for yourself. Yeah. And now you can take it and put it into yes. action, right? Yes. Because you're highly energetic. Great. And phase three is the ovulatory phase. Mm-hmm. So it remains the same. A lot more empathetic. Yes. Being the nicest self. Yes. And this comes in genuinely. It's not like yeah. you're 
uh, you're trying it, it comes in genuinely, whereas right. your whole perspective changes. Yeah. From success but then from you're taking a bigger, bigger, bigger environment yes. into uh, consideration. Yes, you're absolutely. more like a team player at that yes, time, right? Yes. Whether it's socializing, whether it's doing big things, big presentations, things. Yes. You, you, you can do all those yes. things. Yes. Okay, and then we come to the premenstrual cycle, <laughs> which obviously isn't the most uh, pleasant of it all. And we are, um, again, back in the self Subconscious. Uh, it's just that the self is a lot more stronger because we have strong emotions together. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's a wonderful opportunity to clear out that emotional baggage and also use the search and retrieve ability of this puppy mind to uh, kind of go through all the ideas you have and probably find that solution for that specific problem, which otherwise right. you've been stuck on it for. Right. Okay. Wow. It's It's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. it is fantastic. And it's something great to kind of really imbibe and practice it on a daily basis. But I have a question for you. Sure. You know, it all sounds great Mm -hmm. and I would love to do it. And I'm sure everybody who's kind of, um, you know, understanding this would love to Mm -hmm. do it. But how do we practically implement this into our lives? (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds all nice there. Um, And if I were to hear it for the first time, I would have this question too. So how how on earth will I change the world? to match my cycles, right? Um, Firstly, you don't need to change the world to match your cycles because our cycles is something personal to our own selves. It's our personal planner Mm -hmm. um, for us to use. And the world doesn't want to know. The world doesn't need to know. And honestly, the world doesn't care whether or not you are in an optimal time to take up a specific task. I mean, can you even imagine using this in a corporate setting? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It would be probably ridiculed upon, right? Yeah. But that leaves us with three scenarios. Um, let me put it, up, put it across this way. Yes. So scenario one would be the most idealistic one, wherein your stars are aligned and things automatically fall in a phase, which is the most optimal for it. Right. And then, of course, it's all it's a win-win situation because... Um, you're getting to use the heightened abilities of that specific phase and then to put in your fullest potential and get things done. Yeah. Exceeding your own expectations. Right. And now a scenario two would be in circumstances where things don't happen to fall mm-hmm. in an optimal time, but it's under your control for you to kind of manipulate and have them changed around. Right. right? Yeah. And then it pretty much equates to the scenario one we discussed. Yeah. Now the most realistic one would be things come up, tasks come up. And of course you can't change them around. You have to get them done. But turns out your heightened abilities do not match with yeah. that specific task or you're not in an optimal phase with that specific task. Then it's not like you're going to say that, okay, I'm not going to be doing this task. Of course, we always do what we have to do, what we want to do, and we get it done to our best ability. Yeah. But looking at the bigger picture here, there is so much awareness in terms of um, understanding that, okay, there's this task that will help you prepare well in advance for it mm. and much more important than this is the kindness being kinder to your own self that okay um, I understand that I might not be able to uh, meet this high highest benchmark which I set for my own self when I had probably taken up this task previously in an optimal time right yeah okay. but you're still going to do your best yeah. but you're just kind of being a lot more kinder to your own self Absolutely, yeah. yeah and that whole change in your perspective can make a huge difference. But having said that, I'd like to add in a disclaimer here, saying that it doesn't mean that if you start following this, it doesn't mean that everything will always be perfect and you'll just be like this um, unicorn uh, exhaling rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen. It's just that uh, you would not make the most or most of the best situations to your best advantage. And when 
things are not that great, you still know how to sail. You're kind of well-equipped to sail smooth Absolutely. when the, when the yeah. tide is rough. Right. And that is what is important, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, all this conversation around being mindful and being kind to yourself, I think this understanding really allows you to do that because right. there's a reason why you're not performing exactly. to your exactly. best ability. Yes. I mean, you are performing to your best ability, ability. at that point in time, yeah. but you're not doing what you could have done in exactly. another You're still phase. doing your best. Yeah. It doesn't mean there's a compromise. Yes. You're still doing your yes. best. But this best could not probably... Yes. Be that best. Yes, so, and there's yeah. a reason. There's a science behind it. Yes, there's a science behind which, it. Which we're thankful to you. We've been introduced to. No, really. Thankful to a whole lot of fabulous women who enlightened me. Absolutely. Recently. And it is so amazing because I know I'm the kind of person who constantly likes to, you know, plan. I, I get these planners. I get these journals. Okay. And, and now, now, when mm-hmm. you say this, when I buy these journals, I have come across journals with, you know, a place where at what point are you on of your period cycle? And I'm like, wow, how does that matter? Yeah, you have okay. you know, these mm-hmm. wellness journals. Uh-huh. They have these things where you have to kind of put okay. which day are you on. So I thought it was, it, it's more for like, for me to know or okay. remember, okay, uh, because a lot of people forget. But now that is so, uh, I just see it so important because yes. it kind of makes me. I don't know about up. this. Yeah, yeah. And this just makes it amazing. Yeah, it just all joins the dots, right? Like, and it's like you know, kind of syncing my dog? body planner, yeah, like body planner, to the yes. weekly planner yes. and getting the most out most of it. Most of it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I could probably go on for with a lot of reasons and why one needs to kind of use this. Yeah. Um, to make, of course, for the obvious reasons, because um, you get to make the most out of the best situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, like I always already said. But there's more to it in terms of when you're kind of honoring this, you're honoring your cycles and you're staying attuned with your body, mm-hmm. like you said, which is the simplest form of practicing mindfulness, yeah. if you look at it that way. Yeah. And then considering you just mentioned that we are doing these cycles, like I don't know how many times did you say it was? 500. 500. Yeah, on average. On average. Yeah. If there is something which I kind of understand, uh, plan for it and I get to use it again and again. Why wouldn't I do it? Absolutely. Right? It yeah. just makes it so much more easier so much for more my easier. own self, not yeah. for somebody else, but for my own self. So that is one reason. And considering this isn't a theory which is like, is, is this isn't an ephemeral. It has always been there. This is not in the trends at the moment or something like yeah. that. There have been some amazing women who have been continually doing a lot of work to spread this awareness so that everyone with cycles, I'm um, talking about younger girls especially, get to be aware of it. And of course, we're inclusive of people who don't uh, certainly uh, who may not identify themselves as girls by yeah. having a womb. So basically, anyone with womb, this applies to every one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And having said that, I still believe in this that. I personally don't buy any theory till I try it out. So I would say, try it before you buy it, or rather, try it before you deny it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And 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 we have all the reasons to try because everything that you mentioned yes. is something which I think everybody goes through. Yes, every, it's every very relatable. It's yeah, very relatable. Yeah. relatable. There's so a there's, science behind this. Yeah. It's not. But Sana, having said that, we do understand that, you know, this helps us tally the um, body clock with the phases of our menstrual cycle. But then there are a lot of people facing a lot of um, menstrual challenges as well. Right, right. right. 
Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, yeah. There's a list to fit which could go on. A lot of women find it extremely challenging to be navigating through these phases. Right. And then there is the premenstrual syndrome, a severe version of it, PMDD, which again is a tough condition for somebody who lives with that experience. Right. right? Apart from that, I could also think of uh, conditions with underlying pelvic pain. Mm-hmm. We talk about really painful periods, which kind of needs medical intervention. It's called dysmenorrhea. There could be uh, endometriosis, which is so common amongst young girls. And again, um, talking about even polycystic ovarian syndrome. So in all of these scenarios, um, of course, um, yoga can be extremely beneficial. So definitely, yoga is not a panacea. It doesn't cure, solely cure the underlying condition. But considering uh, the severity of these conditions such that there is medical intervention needed, yoga goes hand in hand with it. So it basically complements the conventional medical care and helps that individual get the most out of that care. Okay. Let me explain how. So basically, when we look at conventional medical care, which is great, I have no issues with that. It's just that it is a very condition-centered or the the disease-centered approach. All right? Uh, What happens with this is it has its shortcomings in terms of not being able to cater to the whole lot of other side effects or the other symptoms in terms of chronic fatigue, chronic pain, uh, anxiety, depression. Uh, It does not cater to that. It's just working on that particular condition. Yes. Right? Right. Whereas when you add yoga as an adjunct there, yoga therapy I'm talking about has this very person-centered approach and it caters to all of these because yoga has so many tools to offer which caters to solving these concerns. And then that way you're basically improving, uh, significantly improving uh, quality of life, self-efficacy and there's this increased sense of well-being which is exactly what everyone, anyone with these conditions hope for, right? Right. That way I think you're Yoga therapy has fantastic tools to offer. And this is such an enlightening session for me and I'm sure for everybody else, you know, considering all the information that we've got. I mean, I know I have been introduced to it for the first time. So many people would have been introduced yes. to it for the first time. I really wish there are times I really wish, okay, I'm 37 as I can get to know this. And I really wish the younger me got to know this like... Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was but thinking. Later, better late than never. Better late than never yes. because um, I, I think we still have some time yes. to kind of yes. figure it out yes. and know more. Because, you know, there was this uh, when, when I started uh, researching for this interview. Okay. Um, I, obviously, I haven't read the book, but okay. uh, that's my next one, which I'm going yes. to definitely Absolutely. Yes. Everyone should really read. I, I guess there are more books, uh, yeah. especially written by Miranda Cree, but I really love this book, uh, Optimized Women, and then there is the Period Power, which is exactly what it is by Lucy Peach. I love the title, and I just love the things that she puts it across. So uh, while doing my research Mm -hmm. for this uh, interview, right, I came across a TED video by Lucy Peach, and I was listening to it, and she mentioned about this Native American saying, which says that when a girl starts to bleed, it is for the first time she comes in touch with her own power. Mm -hmm. And as she continues with her menstrual cycle, she begins to understand her power. Oh, wow. And when she reaches menopause, that is when she becomes, becomes her power. power. Okay. Yes, she becomes It makes so her, much sense because so you have that inner sense. wisdom. Yes. Absolutely, you have that inner wisdom because, you know, 
the phases are giving you um, times to connect to yourself, to understand all your abilities in different ways. And like you said, you know, the external environment cannot change for us. Yes. We have to change for the external environment and we have to do the best we can in our ability at that point in time. So we are learning to be kinder to ourselves. We are learning very important. important. We are learning to be very mindful of our own changes. Yes. And that is what you know, the journey is yes. of life about yes, that you absolutely. learn about yourself. So yeah. I guess, yes, when you do that every single cycle, by the time you do reach your menopause, you do become that power. The enlightened one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always been amazed with this concept and I'm like, okay, I'm in love with it. It's, it's I know, amazing. I am too. And I'm getting that book. <laughs> and I have more questions for you over the phone. Sure, 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 sure. Thank you so much, Sahana. And I know that now... Because mm-hmm. every time, you know, you're like, are you PMSing? Maybe we could do, no, I'm in the doing phase. phase I'm in the giving yes. phase. Yes. There's a lot more phases, phases. happening now. Yes, yes. Right. absolutely. Right. absolutely. Right. Thank you so much, Aparajita. Thank you. to you for all the wonderful questions and definitely for this platform because that way we get to do a tiny bit of creating that awareness. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Stay connected.